Uh, hey guys, it's Brian of the Movie Man Podcast coming here with a quick editor's note. Um, so I used the song at the end and it has this weird beeping noise. So if you're driving or if you're somewhere and you, and you listen all the way to the end and you start hearing this weird like computer beeping or it's, it, it sounds, you'll, you'll hear it when you hear it, but it's, it's the song. It's not your car. It's not your TV or computer or anything like that. It's the song. It threw me for a loop too. So... You just be careful. I wanna go down to the deep end. Get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt. Brian. And we are on the tail end of Unknown November. That's right. We are in the the last. The only thing we know is that this is the last <laughs> Unknown November of November. That's right. All month we've been uh, hiding, either hiding the uh, movie that we are going to review from each other every right. week, or we've been spinning the, the roulette. Leaving it up to the hand of fate. That's right. Putting yeah. it, leaving it to the gods the God. to decide for us. What uh, movies we should be reviewing, mm. and we had some good ones. We, we had did. some we bad had, ones. We we touched some touched some places that we didn't think we should be touching. Johnny Mnemonic. Yep. And then we went to places that we uh, didn't really think that we were at. Yeah. For Vendetta. Yep. And then we kicked some ass. Yeah. With the, the read. <laughs> so now, you know, I. Uh, uh, so I got to choose the right. second. Uh, this is like my second choice for the for Brian to to spring on Brian without you knowing. Right. Right. And I uh, I knew that I wanted to pick a movie that uh, was a little off brand for me, maybe because okay. I know on the podcast I'm I make it very clear that I'm big on action. You're movies. a big macho man. Yeah. Yeah. Macho Matt is what we you know, call macho it. Macho Matt. You know. That's 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 on your IMDb page. That should be my AKA. Instagram handle. Is, is <laughs> Macho Matt? Is Macho Matt? But it pretty much is with the firm. Yeah, facts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so I uh, I wanted to go off brand. So I knew I wanted to do like maybe a comedy or right. uh, some kind of romance movie because I do like those movies if they're good. Right. You know, I think a lot of them are bad. So maybe they're not my favorite genre, but the ones that are good, if it's a good movie, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy it. I think they're they're a lot alike. Uh, like rom- romantic comedies are kind of like musicals when you know a good one is going to stick. Mm-hmm. Like you, you'll feel it and we'll get into it with this one, but cause we did see the movie. That's not the unknown part, right. but like there are parts where it's like super cheesy. If you can't get past the cheesy part, yeah. you know, you can't get to the crust. Yeah. It's like horror movies too, right. where you always talk about how, um, people will kind of just put out a cheap horror movie, you know, it'll make a little bit of money enough for them to make out the, the next horror movie, right. you know, um, and they'll throw in a bunch of like cliches and stuff just to, just to get the general, um, the general horror liking audience can look past that kind of goofiness and right. silliness and uh, and all the cliches to just be like, oh, I'm just enjoying this horror movie. Rom coms yeah. I find are the same way, where you you know they throw the all the cliches like, oh, like he's he, he's gonna she's gonna find out something about his past. And he's like, oh, I can explain. Right. And you know you know, and, no, but no. then he won't you know or she won't let him. And then you this know, all could have been avoided with like a really like heart to heart conversation on like the third date. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, 
But the the people that are into them, they just want some sappy, like, two people, two yeah. attractive people falling in love, whatever. And they don't want to think about it too hard. They're and, going to some, like, fancy place, some, like, yeah. wild, like, vacation idea. Right. That, like, you and, like, your, your coffee clutch have been talking about. Or it's, about. like, all in New York City and an right. unrealistic depiction of New York City. It's snowing out. Yeah. You're only in the nice part of Central yeah. <laughs> With, like, eight gazebos around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and and those make their they make their little right. bit of money. They're not well received, and you you get they make enough for you to churn out the next one. I think they're they have a good place in your heart because you like you can't just it's like it's like eating you know it's like eating food. Mm-hmm. You know another cliche, another like bad like comparison, but it's like you can't just have if you like action movies, you want to compare that to steak. You can't just eat steak twenty four hours a day. Mm-hmm. You have to have something lighter, something not as you know hard on your your soul. And that's why I said last week when you know we were picking movies, I was kind of hoping not for V for Vendetta uh-huh. to kind of get away from action because right. at a point you could action loses its, uh, its impact impact and yeah. it loses its kind of thrill when you've seen so much of it. Right. And I think with, with your pick, which was great, it's such like we haven't done a movie like this in a long time where it's like a breath of fresh air and you have like a different excitement to it. Yeah, I remember there was one uh, month. It was I think was it Marty month or something. I think we did it this year. Where we uh one of those videos where we did a bunch of like very dramatic and oh yeah and grounded movies and then by the <laughs> end of it we just wanted to see someone shoot someone right yeah you know? so this is kind of like the opposite where we've been doing a lot of hardcore shit recently I was like you know let's let's see something different right. so um the choices I gave you were uh super bad right uh which was you know very very funny when i was a teenager you, don't know how funny you it actually now. said you wanted to see if it still held up in right a way. Yeah. right because i watched pineapple express recently mm-hmm. uh like a few months ago and uh i it was funny right. but it wasn't as funny as i as i remembered it being okay and i was like oh man i wonder if that's a jet everyone says like everyone you remind everybody of seth rogan in that movie so everyone like, says that you're like still matt's so high all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i that's I don't need to, you know, enjoy The Devil's Lettuce to <laughs> enjoy a movie about it. If you didn't know if Matt smoked weed before, him saying The Devil's Lettuce should now you know, keep, that keep should, you in. That should make everything pretty clear that I'm not... Ooh, uh, that, that reefer joint. Yeah, is I'm so... not the biggest connoisseur of that sticky icky, you know? I've smoked more weed than Matt, and I've only smoked weed twice. Y- yeah. <laughs> so that's how... It's just not for me. No, I know. I know yeah. exactly how you feel. Like, uh, there's a little PSA, like, I mentioned in our other podcast, uh, Send the Invite, which is now out and open on iTunes and Spotify and all that. You can check it out. It's, you know, with Andrew Parker of multiple shows and, <laughs> and Mikey of also of multiple shows. We were doing kind of more free form floating and around, floating around topics thing. And where we talked a little bit, I said that I waited to drink and really do anything illicit until I turned 21. So smoking weed never really came into the picture. Mm-hmm. Then I smoked it. I was like, oh, is this what everyone was so cool about? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, uh, it's um, yeah. It's, if you were ever wondering, like, oh man, I really like their reviews, but I just want to know about more about these two guys. Right. Yeah. Send the invites, probably the way to go. Yeah, send the invites. Going to be a little bit more personal. Yeah, more than likely, you never thought that. You're but hear, if you did, you're going to hear some very unpopular opinions. <laughs> oh man, some very unpopular. And they're not going to come from us. No. Yeah, we're pretty and normal. Food based mostly. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty we're pretty basic. It's going to come from from Mikey. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. We left it up to chance again because mm-hmm. you could you didn't want to choose between super bad and crazy rich Asians. No, I didn't. I, I wanted to leave it up to fate. We had we flipped a coin and I believe crazy rich Asians won. Yep. And I was that was kind of thrilling because I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like you've told me you saw it and you said you had you you were really high on it. 
Yeah, it's a rare instance. At the time. <laughs> a, yeah, right. It's a rare instance where I've seen the movie and you haven't. Right. Yeah. Also, you had a girlfriend, so you got to see Crazy Rich. I'm not going to go to the movies by myself. Like, one for Crazy Rich Asians, please. <laughs> I also have a, a sister and that a sister. has a lot to oh, Okay. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it, too. Me, right, well, my mom is... and my sister, we all. Oh, you all saw it together? At, at home. Oh, at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, okay. No, yeah, because uh, I, I did not have. Like, in the, when it came out, I was. And still, I'm single, ladies. If you're listening, <laughs> that's not a good selling point. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you noticed this, man. I'm bad at promotion. I don't know why you let me do it for the show. I mean, I like the effort. It's that's, really bad. I like seeing like you try to do it. That's the that's that's what I enjoy. I, I'm sorry to keep like derailing the show, but I like that I've kind of been on a thing, like especially in unknown November, is where I start to sell the movie and then I just like lose all hope in life yeah. like midway through the writing it i'm like guys like come on like yeah. just, <laughs> just this, please we chose it just do it just like come on <laughs> but uh so crazy rich asians directed by john chu john chu he was and in our director's tournament yes he was uh and he was known in the director's tournament for crazy rich asians which you hadn't seen at which the i time. hadn't seen so so but he's he an underdog for sure i think he did gi joe too which i did see doesn't make it better <laughs> Made his, his, made his journey a lot harder to get Yeah, to. honestly. <laughs> but, uh, and this is, in one way, uh, a rom-com yes. that is, in some ways, generic, in other ways, refreshing. Uh, yes, it is it's also very nice not to see. Yeah, it, I mean, it is, in the places where it's generic, you'd be like, man, I knew that. Right. But then also, there's a lot of things that you don't, especially for me. I never like it's the like the different culture of it. Yeah. So yeah. like, there's probably a little bit more to it than just like I'm just a mean old mom, and then like, but like, like I don't know. Absolutely. There's actually like social implications and all this other shit that I will admit that I missed. Maybe. Absolutely. No. Not no. I'm I'm sure you picked up on them. You just you can see it and realize like, oh, this is what their culture's like. Whereas right. for other people, they'll see it and be like, oh, she's not gonna like that. Right. And that's not our culture. Right. You know, like, because our culture is like that. And yeah. I know when it came out, one of the reasons this movie was so successful was because it really did, uh, you know, try to, it really did show a depiction of uh, that Asian culture. Right. I mean, it's an Asian culture that is kind of like the one percentage right. of Asian culture because they're so damn rich. But, yeah, they, uh, like, but things was, like, that yeah. was, that was the harder thing to relate to was them being so freaking crazy rich. That, Maybe that was on purpose. Yeah, Maybe the, they made them so rich that the culture, the, the cultural parts were less of a, of a, of a, oh. of a, I was going to say like they made deterrent. them so rich that it just like was so like, that's so unrelatable. So all you had to do was focus on the love story. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at uh, that. Getting our signals crossed. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think um, part of it is that, and also if there's one thing that people can relate to, it's that rich people are distasteful. Right. You know, and or like absorbently rich like like those people. And so even if you're not picking up on a lot of the, you know, cultural implications, you can still pick up on right. that. Or sometimes it even helps highlight the cultural The old saying is money doesn't buy you class. Right. Cause, yeah, because you know, there's even a, a point where she says like, oh, you just don't like me because, you know, I'm like, I'm not rich like you people. Right. And she tells and she tells it and, and kind of tells the audience too in plain words that it's not the money, it's the culture. Right. So... But there are a lot of I know, uh, I just I grew up in like a lot of Asian neighborhoods, right. and and I know I had a lot of Asian friends that you know we were talking about the movie when it came out, and a lot of them said like, you know, that parts of this movie 
did feel like an accurate rep, um, depiction of their culture because rom-coms it's at this point like we're saying a lot of it is like silly shit what right. gets in the way of these two of the two protagonists getting together is right. like oh well she has to pick work over love or like right. oh, she likes Tuesdays over Wednesdays yeah his ex-girlfriend's back in the picture you know, she owns a dog she right. owns a cat how are they ever gonna get along yeah shit that don't really that wouldn't really affect a real couple because right. like you said most of them could be solved by three minute conversations on the third date exactly yeah but th- in this movie because it's a culture that it because I think in the, because it's American culture it's just been kind of worn to death and there and I, and my mom always says that Americans don't have culture no I hundred uh, percent agree with that yeah American the best thing Americans can do and that's why I think I I love New York over everything is that they take from everywhere and can they make it their own yes but they are like you look at places that are more like uh, like heavily like the neighborhoods that are more like okay Asian neighborhoods uh, like Irish like they have different cultures but they don't shy away from it like if you move further out and you're like oh there's like one asian family on the block they don't it's not as celebrated where if you go to a, a neighborhood in queens where it's like this is all you're gonna get yeah uh, like, <laughs> like okay like but like that but that's on you to kind of i don't want to say accept it because that's not right but it's more like for you to like indulge in it and like mm-hmm. live in it and you know accept it as, <laughs> as a white person just, you know <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if like I'm, to, I know I'm to like leave it. yourself open to it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you don't like walk into like, I've like I've got I've like hung out in Flushing a hell of a lot of times, and mm-hmm. then Flushing has a very heavy Korean pop uh, community, mm-hmm. and so if you like you go there and you're like, well, if I'm on this street, I guess I could go to Burger King, like no, <laughs> yeah, live, like live it up, you know, go yeah. out, step outside of yourself a little. You know, not related at all to the movie, but I got a friend. Oh, Anthony, oh, okay. Anthony, well, Anthony and I, um, we studied in Australia for a little bit. Okay. And when we were there, it, just flexing all over the place. Like, I'm just dropping Australia <laughs> on the table. But, uh, <laughs> but we were in Australia, and uh, you know, we was like, oh, we can't wait to try this Australian cuisine, which is just like not really. They're from England. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so it's English cuisine, but right. with like more shrimp. Right. You know, or like they used emu to cook their food like it's it's not like right there is no cuisine and i didn't realize that at the time so i was, I was so ex- excited and he was like oh dude i gotta go to a, a mcdonald's and i was like what we were all like how could you be on the other side of the planet right. and want to go to mcdonald's but he went and we went because you know he forces and it was a completely different mcdonald's yeah i think that they i think that's the thing where like in every, every country, country has like their mcdonald's is super different yeah and and it was just kind of an interesting thing where you were saying like you know you go to what's familiar right. but anthony because he's so much smarter than me was going to a, a mcdonald's to experience australian right the australian interpretation of it no yeah because i think I, I think a lot of people would be like okay yeah like when they go away they try to find that comfort of home yeah. and then it's like oh, i'll go if i go to japan oh they have a kfc there okay let me go to kfc and then you go there and it's like octopus right it's like this is like deep what fried is, squid it's like yeah. nothing's like nothing's like even close to what you think of it and yeah because i know like in italy they serve pasta at their mcdonald's and, yeah, it's, yeah you're right yeah. exactly yeah it's it's like it's it, it is a fun thing but like in america you don't like when you're like in these neighborhoods you don't be like all right well i guess i could just you know pop into this ramen yeah, shop pop into papa john's oh oh that yeah yeah yeah, yeah but like no like you like i would like you go and you experience the different places and and, I, and when we, yeah, so when we watched this movie, they had like in the, maybe within the first 20 minutes, they had this really kind of like kinetic energy montage of them at a, like a street 
uh, fan, like like in a, in a street market. Yeah. I was like, oh, that looks nice. That looks cool. Yeah, a, a lot of this. Uh, so definitely a lot of the movie um, is trying to celebrate that like Singapore uh, culture. Right. And uh, it a lot of it, the director chose to highlight the food because mm-hmm. I feel like every other scene there was a long focus right. on somebody preparing like oh yeah cult, like typical cultural food i yeah i think because you like they do have the dumpling scene but i feel that's more of like a, that's different that's a that's a family thing that's yeah, a generation that serves thing. to drive the the plot forward too. right yeah Which, or at least the characters forward yeah yeah now do you um this is kind of not a movie that like has spoilers really too much in it I mean, yeah. I it, mean, the biggest thing is like, will they? Won't they? Like, that's the biggest kind of. I think this. I, I will say, I did. I did super enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And there's a theory which we'll get into probably a little bit in a couple more minutes. But there, like, I felt that they had too many threads that were like, I guess we could tie this one up real quick. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I see what like, you mean. like, oh, that one's a little bit better. But this one they haven't really touched on, and this so, one didn't have a yeah. comeuppance, and that one, like, like they kind of sacrificed one thing for another. I think another part of it is just that some people are shitty and nothing's going to happen to them. Right. Yeah. You know? It's not like, <laughs> like they're not, I feel like the, those people are, are that, that I guess society. Right. You know, and if every single shitty person in that society is going to have comeuppance, the movie's going to be seven hours long. Right. Cause yeah. they all deserve it. They're all bad people. <laughs> you know? Um, and I think a big part of it is like, just like how the characters would be like, you know, forget about that asshole. Right. Like, who cares about He's getting back? He's not worth it. Right. Like, yeah. as an audience, I think we're expected to do It's the more same that I, I wanted to see Ronnie Chang get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and I um, like Ronnie Chang as a comedian on The Daily Show, but he... But his, his, his character. His yeah, character, his for character. sure. He was wearing too sparkly of a jacket. I know. He just to be to... talking shit about yeah, other people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> he was very hateable. And I think, I think you're right. Maybe it would have been more satisfying if they did get some sort of... Uh, but, that, but also that's like such an american thing mm-hmm. that's like I, I know like oh like okay like you you if you replace Constance uh i'm sorry let me, let me, yeah constance Wu with like reese witherspoon she would have like this is coming from alabama and then punch, yeah, him, yeah, 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 punch yeah. him in the face like that's more of an american like and i think that's more of like the idea of an american like big bad here we go put, punching out our feelings and all right, that shit right, right. but like I think maybe having restraint and not doing it might be another, like it might be more in line with the, uh, the Asian culture. Maybe. Which I don't know anything about. Yeah. I don't want to assume. We are making jumps now. <laughs> Just not going to put any of that on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but you know, there, there are a lot of things, uh, like that about that Asian girl, you just have to let go. So like right. my, like my, um, like my friends, a lot of them would be like, "Yeah, like aunties and and the woman, they just it, it, they just talk like right. crazy. You're they're gonna spread rumors and they're gonna and it's gonna travel around the world. There's nothing you can do about that. You know, there's no way of of telling an auntie that she can't like she can't do it or punishing somebody right. for blowing up your spot or throwing your business out around the world because it is just the way that the that the the that that that." those people are connected right are is based on sharing tea throwing shade you know so right. it's like if you're gonna if every single girl that put a fish in her bed was going to get you oh, know, yeah that, that weird like yeah it, it's it's weird but right. there are a few uh, there are a few things that i agree maybe should have been um 
explained a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, how the girl whose bachelor party it was where the fish incident happened. Right. To, apparently shared no blame in the incident happening. Yeah, she was, like, super cool throughout the entire time. Like, right. But, like, it, it, but the way that you see her interact at the party, she's running the show. Right. So that means someone had to break their, like, uh, their itinerary to fucking catch it. Buy a fish, or at least catch a fresh fish that still has blood in it. Or have someone do it. And have yeah. someone, yeah. And then, like, that seems, like, kind of, she, like, and that's kind of the things. Like, those threads are still out there. Yeah, she seems so on top of it to not know that was happening. Right. But then, in the next scene, Constance is, even though she's very upset at all the girls that did it, she's not upset with her. Right. Where it's like, how could she not have known about it? Exactly. Like, you know? like these, like, also goes to the thing, like, these are your friends. you got to take responsibility for your friend shit. Yeah. It's also, there is, I'll say, since, you know, we don't want, I don't want to be, like, too positive on the movie before no, we right. go into the details. Because uh, I feel like a lot of times we go super positive and then people don't hear the negatives until the very end. But one negative that we brought up a ton of times was that, and this is, again, a classic, like, rom- right. romance, like, uh, uh, cliche that th- this plot in the real world would have been avoided because we have Google. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah, he's like this... You can look up Nick Young right. anywhere and see, oh, okay, well, this kid is actually a trillionaire. You could have been you like, know? what's your dad's name again? Right. Oh, okay. Click, click. Buck. <laughs> You're right. Or you go a year right. without talking about your family? Like, that's not healthy. Like, it almost would have made more sense if they said it back in, like, the 80s. Like, if yeah. this was, like, an A, like, you take that away from, you take that away from the characters. Right. Right. Exactly. But nowadays, it says that. Oh, and especially when the movie is trying to show how you know um how well off everyone in that in that community is it's like all right so you're telling me that she couldn't have googled these people right they googled her at the end they googled her within seconds right yeah yeah exactly and they found her deepest darkest secrets right yeah and in a year of dating this guy as things are getting so serious that you know you're talking about a wedding proposal on what on this trip Mm -hmm. and you never even looked the guy up Right. Also, he never had a time where, like, none of his rich friends came into, like, New York and be like... The cousin oh, did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the cousin. The super rich cousin. The cousin who buys million-dollar earrings. And tries to hide them. In the worst way. Like, I guess Easter's, like, super easy over here. Yeah. It's like, find this... Find the egg. Oh, it's right there. Ah, all right, you found it. Oh, you hid it under my pillow. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I think that's the, the, the cousin played by Gemma Chan... Uh, I mean, I think her storyline was great, but it wrapped, it, was good. it wrapped up so, like, neatly, mm-hmm. where, like, she has, and she, like, her character seems to be, you know, very sympathetic, very, like, accepting of people. Like, she's introduced by talking to a young child, you know, kind of, you know, putting herself on, like, the kid's level by kneeling down. Like, she's like, okay, this person, like, no matter what they do, they're still, they still a piece of them that's, like, down to earth. Mm-hmm. And then, like, her, her thing with her husband is that her husband is also kind of like Constance where he was not born into a, a rich family or not a super rich family, but, like, maybe a well-off family. Mm-hmm. Like, he feels more like he's he's inadequate. He's, as, as I kept on saying, he's got, like, tiny dick energy. Yeah. Like, he put a lot of that shit on, on her. Where he's it's very like, insecure. Yeah, he's super insecure. And he's, like, he ends up cheating on her. And he's, like, you know, like, oh, I really want it was just a little bit of, like, acknowledgement from you. It's, like... Bro, she's, I mean, doing the, the base effort of hiding stuff. Right. Be like, I, and she's doing it because she knows you feel inadequate. Right. And maybe that is like one hand, like one spoon feeding the same mouth. 
That's what she said in the end. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you, you don't be a dick. Also, it's Gemma Chan. What are you doing? Yeah. Come on. Well, everybody wonders how Jay-Z could cheat on Beyonce when Jay-Z looks like Jay-Z and Beyonce is Beyonce. Right. Yeah. Right. And Beyonce doesn't need Jay-Z. Jay-Z needs Beyonce. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure Jay would be fine without Beyonce too, but I think the, you know, there's the Queen Bee. It's yeah. never, it's never that easy, right? You know, like with he's, you would think he's got the richest, you know, possibly the richest woman in the world for a wife, right? And you know, she he's starting up his own company, and you know, it's and she's there supporting him, and right. you know, you would think he's in the perfect situation, but he can't handle that right. because the insecurity. And that's what leads him to to lead to, to cheat on her to cheat on somebody that yeah. is by all mean by all accounts within the movie he, a perfect person. Yeah, he's acting like she's like kind of like like the way I guess in his mind like he's probably thinking like oh she treats me like you know like I'm a pet like probably, he probably thought like oh I'm a peasant to her yeah blah 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 but I think he was like a captain in the army which I think you have to be in a in a good family. I yeah, mean, at least. At least, and uh, I mean, obviously not on the level of the Youngs, but right. yeah, yeah. But there's like certain like certain things, but it, it's, but it, it never. She never like talked down to him. She never. Mm-hmm. There was never that time of like of her like being like, because we we do kind of see that with uh, Ronnie Chang and his wife, where like she fucking hates him. Yeah, and she like they'll take pictures. They look like this picturesque family. And then, like the minute everyone turns away, she just like side eyes and just fucking bounces. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they're, they kind of. I think every bit of it is every family to show like, uh, all the different ways you know people make keep these appearances up in in this right. in this spotlight that they're in. And you have the Ronnie Chang people who you know they're just do your power pose and then you know stay away from me. Right. And then you have them who. Who's like, all right, well, they she has to hide her, hide, like, kind of subdue right. herself to make him feel better about himself. Okay. Which, again, shouldn't have to do, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, then you have, on the other hand, the other brother who's dating the actress. Right, who's kind of just, he, like, he doesn't really have anything. Like, I feel like you could have combined a lot of the characters together, mm-hmm. but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, his he just kind of has like an immaturity to him, right? You know that, and I think another issue of the movie, which uh, it's a again, it's it's usually reversed, but it's like a classic uh, uh, trope is like Nick is just perfect, right? Nick is a pretty thin character. <laughs> he like honestly like he's yeah. he's half of the movie, but he's really it's it, this movie is about is about Rachel, right? You know, Nick is like just one dimensional like oh he's really nice yeah like he's, he's always understanding mm-hmm. he's always got the right thing to say he's very patient he's very patient he never blames her right you know he, and it's like what okay so what is what 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 does nick want to do right you know oh i think all nick wants to do is marry right uh, marry Rachel. Like what he doesn't pass the fleshy Man he's not test. a fleshy man. No, he's not no, a fleshy man. He's not a fleshy man. You know, he's not a fleshed out character. Like he says, like, oh, I have things in New York that I want to see through. What things? Is it things marrying Rachel? That's the but only like thing. you, like if you're gonna, as we see, like you're gonna invite your family to the wedding anyway. Yeah. So, like honestly, it doesn't matter right. where you are. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, he doesn't want to, you know, uh, take over the company. Why? Just because of Rachel, there's nothing else. But he never really said he want, didn't want to do that. He just said, yeah. I'm not ready yet. And they're like, okay, 
Right, exactly. Yeah, cool. So it's just... And then, like, the worst thing, you found out that from from Nick's perspective, mm-hmm. right, at that pivotal moment in the movie where he finds out, because in every romance, there's always that one move, like, you, when you're the the right about drops, to go well, yeah. then the other foot drops. Right. When the other foot drops in this movie, um, you know, he doesn't even get mad at her when if... From what the from the facts that are being presented, right, you, you should be thinking like, okay, well, she must have lied to me, right? But like, but even, instead, he immediately says like, she would never know. She couldn't have known. No, but also, like perfect. the way that they set that up is so like Rachel's the whole thing is that her mother told her that her father died right before she was born, and then that's why she moved to America to make a better life. And then her single mom, uh, you know, raised her, was able to kind of and. You know, Rachel being successful as she is as a NYU professor, which is, I mean, come on. That's sure. pretty fucking good. Yeah. That's that's better than a real estate magnet. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she, and then, and then they, 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 like, the secret they dropped in was like, your dad's alive. And he's, and it, because, you know, your mom cheated on him with another, and then, you know, like, you're saying, like, well, how would she know? Like, if her mom said her dad is dead, she's not going to be at 16. like, well, I'm going to look for my dad. Yeah, like she like her whole I her whole life has yes, been she's been lied to by her mom, right. but it's not like finding out you're adopted where you'd be like, oh, I could just find them. Like, right. oh, I, like that's a different. It's like this is like such a heavy thing to lay. It's like no, your dad's still alive and wants nothing to do with you. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, hold on, pal. <laughs> we got a lot to do. Right. I think you know the mom probably assumed that she knew about it. Right. Or at least she phrased it in a way. Yeah, that's the that way it was kind of, yeah. She implied that she knew about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, of course, it, she doesn't care about this girl's father. She just wants it to seem like this girl was not suited. In front of the grandmother, she wanted to seem like she was not suited to be a part of the family. And even that backfired because the grandma blamed her right. for Nick falling for this girl who was unsuited for their family. Yeah, I would have thought that grandma would have been, like, cooler because that's another thing yeah. that I see with like romance accounts, like where you the think old, like the elder, the, the elder statesman is going to be like, "Oh, I don't like anything because I'm old," but it's like, "No, I like hip hop and skateboards." And yeah, right, right. It's like all that shit. Well, I kind of like, I kind of like that though in this movie okay. that that she did end up being actually very like stern and conservative. Okay, and because I feel like old people are conservative. Yeah, you know and. The, if she's talking about all the sacrifice, the mom's talking about all the sacrifices that she made to appease this grandmother who never thought she was enough, and now all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, your nose looks good. You're enough." Right. You know what I mean? So it's something like this that, would definitely make the grandmother right. Because I, I would have thought like there should have been something like I, because I, I honestly thought like I didn't realize that they were going to drop the bomb that her dad is still alive. Mm-hmm. I would have thought like it would have been kind of cool to see a scene where the grandmother teaches her something that she never taught the mom mm. to kind of be like nah you're cool i like if like her dumplings turned out better than the mom's right yeah like she's like you know what works if you put a little you know tabasco in the fucking like <laughs> give him a little kick and no one knows you know <laughs> grandma's secret but but no like the fact that like she did turn out that she's like yeah you still suck michelle yo and then they're like oh my god like that's why she does this it's yeah. like because i'm so used to Betty White being like the fucking grandma, like yeah, another exactly. just like, oh, here's a There's stir- a hero in all of us. Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> exactly, like Aunt May, <laughs> some shit like that. It's like, it's like I know this old lady's gonna be real cool at the end. It's like, oh no, she kind of sucks. 
Yeah. Well, it's funny because even she has more depth than Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, like, the grandma is, she's the matriarch and she's kind to this girl right. who seems smart and everything. But she had like, she's, fan, she's her, she's thinking about her family first because she's the one in the beginning. Right. You know, who, who was, like, in the hotel. Right, right, right. You know, like so that that's that's her that's her backstory. She's somebody who has uh, the name of her family is uh, it has been the most important thing to maintain. Right, because that's the only thing that gets that that gets her anywhere at this point. Yes, you know. Yeah. So to, for something that would tarnish that name, she has zero tolerance, and that's unfortunate. But does that make her a bad person? It makes her I mean, a flawed person. Yeah, it makes her a flawed person. That, you know. Which is, a, which is a person. Yeah. That's the type of person you want to be. And I like that that doesn't redeem the mother. It just explains the mother. Right. Yeah. You know? It's not like, oh, man, I see her in a, in a new light now. Maybe she's one of the good guys. Like, no, the mom's still the bad guy. Right. But this is... It's it, like her I, actions are now make Right. More she's sense. not just an evil mom. She's not just an evil she's stepmom. Not, yeah, she's not the stepmom from, like, Cinderella. Right. She's actually someone that's been in those shoes. Right. And seeing everything that... That seeing the inferiority complex that uh, the that the grandmother put on her, mm-hmm. she's like passing that down. And you you could see like even she even explains it on the staircase scene, uh, where like you know she basically like tells like I had to do like I had to let my son be raised by the grandmother so I could work just as hard to be you know be like and, and like just not to even be like to be looked somewhat respectable in her eyes like i had to she had to sacrifice yeah. raising her own child yeah she had to drop out of school mm-hmm. sacrifice raising her kid uh sacrifice any hope of a career right and she can see rachel who is you know her mother was what was by herself and had no family to you know um to sort of uh commit herself to right and then raised rachel to be free thinking and uh to ambitious and she's pretty much thinking like you're not gonna have what it takes to sacrifice everything right. to fit because you're mold. so you're so focused on yourself right. and your dreams right that, that your family should, will never yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah she's yeah she, and then she really says like in America America is shaped around following your own individual dreams whereas in Singapore and China where they're from you you're like you don't you're you have to put your family first or the business first right and your individual dreams are less important and she doesn't think that Rachel is going to be able to put the family or the company or whatever it is first right. above her own ambitions. And for that reason, she thinks she is not a good, she's not well suited for Nick. Maybe that's why Nick is so paper thin because there's so much right there. There's a lot of, there's yeah. so much, right. And there's you can't just have like, everywhere else. And you can't have like, uh, you know, Henry Golding, the guy who played Nick, handsome fellow. Handsome yeah, yeah, fellow. Yeah. 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 Very, very, very good handsome. looking dude. Very good looking dude. Maybe that's why like, you know, just smile. Right. Fuck off and smile, pal. Exactly. Like we, there's enough going on. You're gonna have a shirtless scene with your boys in a minute, just like, hey, yeah. just like relax. But like, this is mostly focused on, and right. that's why, like, I feel like the Gemma Chan story with her and her husband, like, it was leading towards kind of a mirroring of mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Yeoh's and her husband. We never get to see, which I would, I would have liked to have seen him. Maybe just like, what's the deal? Like he just said, like, mean? oh, he's away on business. Oh yeah. And like, well, I'm here for you know my son or whatever. Right. But like he's like I wanted to meet my son's girlfriend or some some bullshit like that. Yeah, because I feel like there's a there's probably a lot to unpack there too with right. his dad being absent for this entire thing. But then if you think about it, 
This isn't even. It's not the for the dad. That's not his kid's wedding. No, it's that's it's, like his some best other, friend's. Wedding. That's his best friend's wedding. So right. it's not a big deal for him. No, yeah, he didn't know? give a fuck. But like, he didn't know that the, that Nick was gonna try to propose at this weekend. You know, he no, didn't yeah. know that Nick was bringing his girl over. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, I also in thinking about it, it probably would have been weird to have like this dude to like come in and be like, ah, yo, everything's cool. Like slap his like give like Michelle you a little punch in the shoulder. Like yeah, just like you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah right. What are you doing bringing a ball for? Yeah, you know, my mom didn't like you either. In my imagination, Joe Pesci plays yeah, yeah. Nick's, Nick's dad. So, but, I mean, like, yeah, I think, like, this movie is, like, it, it masquerades as, and what I, what I said before, like, I feel like there was a musical in this because mm. there's a lot of dynamic shots and a lot of colorful things going on. And Aquafina being so, like, I was cartoonish. Say, we have to talk about Aquafina at oh, some point because yeah. she was, I thought she was, a great addition to the movie she was i i like i i loved her and uh the cousin oliver yeah i love their dynamic and i really wanted to see i want to see a movie about them like the little spinoff a little those, spinoff of them yeah. just like starting like doing like a fashion business or right, some shit. Right. like that's that seems like a lot of fun yeah. but like i definitely feel like this could have been a musical that they're like okay well we got everything and then we come back for reshoots we'll add in the music yeah and then like nah it could be like like a kind of like a la la land type thing of like this like love that like can't just can't work out because of where these two people are in, in right, yeah. life at that point and, and again it's kind of like their ambitions getting in the way of each other the michelle yo story is is something like yeah. is something like uh, not michelle yo the uh the cousin story oh uh Gemma chan yeah the Gemma chan story Com- is, uh, her, oh my god so it begins with an a a um but <laughs> i have imdb on my phone yeah it could be it could have been a astrid astrid that was astrid it. Uh, you could see that in several there are several scenes where they have like a great like Chinese cover right. of, uh, of a yeah they of had a some banging song. covers man yeah. like we were taught like it's really good yeah I was like the material girl and I was like I get it I fucking that slapped yeah that slapped real it brought class to material girl yeah <laughs> it did I'm sorry like, yeah it was it was nice <laughs> it was good um, and yeah. even the the cover of yellow at the end was like yeah. pretty nice yeah I didn't know it was yellow but uh, I mean because. I don't know a lot of Coldplay, but it I was know nice three heard, songs. It was nice when I heard it. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool because in some ways the movie does package itself uh, within the common beats of the rom com structure. Right. But then, like we like we're talking about the cult, just adding in the the uh, a different culture makes the movie so much deeper. Right. You know, and you could replace this culture with you know, maybe a Latino culture, or maybe a South Asian culture, right. or maybe uh you know yeah because there, yeah. there is always like i feel like there's that such like that great disconnect of like the the people who were raised in the country of origin and then the people who have immigrated mm-hmm. like there's such like they may feel like especially like the wealth plays into it so if they like they're rich and they see like the immigrant is like as when they struggle to succeed as you know rachel's mom did they're like kind of look down on it's like well you could have been you could have yeah. been wealthy here. Right. Or like, it's like you succeeded there because you were less than here. Like, what is it? Like, uh, the uh, the Arrested Development quote from Lucille Bluth is like, I'd rather, like, die in California than live in Arizona. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be poor and dead in California than yeah. live in Arizona. Right, yeah. It's like, there's no, there's really no difference, but it's just the stat- the status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what that's a lot of what this movie's about. It's about status. Yeah. And, it, and I feel like at some point... The movie was just trying to show, to kind of 
I feel like the movie kind of had like a subtext to it that uh, but just by seeing all the extravagant wealth and stuff that wasn't American. Right. I feel like it was trying to show Americans like, you know, there are other places in the world, you know. Right. Like, you're like not you the only, you're... You're, not ju- you're not the first, you're not the only first world country in the world. Right. And like, I think, um, John, uh, shit, the, the doc, the doctor that's an actor. Uh, Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong had a great joke where his like kids starving... want to eat their chicken nuggets and he goes, uh, there's starving kids in America. Like, you gotta eat. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, granted, there's starving kids in China, but, um, but it's, it's what, what's, what people say when they feel they're superior, superior to other people. Right. Cause we, in America, we always say, oh, there's starving kids in Africa. Right. There's starving kids in India. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, we don't think that that's fucked up. Right. You know? Um, but when they say there's starving kids in America, we're like, oh, that's not nice. That's us. Like, oh, that's how that feels. That's, you know? good lord <laughs> yeah yeah that's how it makes it, it makes you self-reflect a little bit and i think showing like the 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 audis and the fancy like everyone's dressed to the nines all right. the look all the locations is so bougie and so extravagant just to like kind of show us that the world america's not the only place in the world with you think wealth. a gold-plated apartment's cool how about a fucking hotel with a boat on top of it, yeah exactly exactly like, shit like that shit, yeah it's crazy you know? And I think that's effective. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't think people are leaving this movie thinking like, wow, America's really not the center of the of the of the world. But I think for two hours Someone you know, just sadly puts down their MAGA hat. Yeah. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it was just us. Um, I thought we were alone. It could have been we could have had so much more. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if we only <laughs> If we only invaded them. Yeah. Oh, no. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It, it is showing like, like this opulent wealth is not just centrally located in the coastline. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, like because you you could do that. Like, you, the, and it has been done before. Where like, like it might not be like oh the city of wealth or whatever, but it's like the family that has this gigantic country cottage or some shit. It's like yeah. oh that's our second home. We live you know mostly on this like, it's like fuck that's pretty wealthy. But then when you see like they have a a castle with armed guards and right. you're like oh fuck we're just like like they're in senior year we're playing in fucking kindergarten yeah. like, it doesn't even make sense <laughs> uh yeah for sure but um i think the movie was also just uh i don't know if, if you would call it the cinematography or whatever but there's just the colors to yeah. the movie i was like it's just really pleasing to the eye to watch it's exuberant yeah 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 it just it, it has so much life to it when you're watching it yeah um and it's like there's never a drab set, you know. There's... No, and if it, it like the the closest thing to a darker set would be the when Rachel is sad in Aquafina's like guest oh, bedroom. Oh sure, yeah. But it's still bright. It's still like a it's big, huge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, but you know, I she think... she went from being getting dumped at a very fancy house to crashing at a mansion. Right. <laughs> to us would have been like, well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, to yeah. Them, it's just like you're like second level here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's uh, they really scale their wealth uh, yeah. in the movie nicely, um, like they use Aquafina's mansion to show that just how wealthy the Youngs are right. in comparison, because that mansion's nothing compared to what they have. Oh uh, yeah, you know. Um, how far are we into the review? About forty-two minutes. Oh okay. You want to give it a grade? Yeah, I'll give it a grade. I mean, um, yeah. For me, it... we got stuff going on. Yeah, got to send that invite, baby. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, this movie is somewhere between. I'd say it's a solid seven. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought like, oh, what? Well, well, you go into your reasoning. Sure. Like, so I think the movie did a lot of things really, really well, and it wasn't without its flaws. So at one, I think that I found the that beat by beat, it is a pretty standard rom com. You know, like you and your boyfriend, you you meet the boyfriend's family. They don't approve. You have you have like your best friend. It gives you a makeover. You know, you have like your side plot with this couple that seems happy and they're not. You have the um, you have the grand. You have like the um, the gesture at the end where the guy has to go through this uncomfortable situation just to talk to the girl, right. like in the airport. Um, I like that they did that instead of a grand gesture because there's so much grand grandiosity already. Right. Um, and, but the, because they inject something fresh, which is surprisingly very old, which is like culture, uh, (laughs) because they just inject something that other people can relate to, it expands it beyond the people, beyond those people. So like you, you obviously you don't know too much about the Chinese dating culture. Sorry, I don't, but don't, but that's the thing. Don't be sorry because it made it more enjoyable for you because it was something fresh for you to take yeah. out of this movie something brand new that you know maybe on surface level i didn't think i could like enjoy right super enjoy this movie yeah yeah and for me it was like i even though i'm not east asian but like uh, again a lot of the there's cultural similarities across the world where i'm watching this movie and i'm just like okay i can relate well, to this there was that one part in the movie where i turned to you and i go like it doesn't matter what flavor that is i know guilt when i can yeah, smell ex- it. yeah exactly <laughs> it's exactly. like guilt is guilt no matter who, right. where you where you, you caught all the shade yeah you know? it's like oh <laughs> there's never a time where like an auntie did something sus and you were yeah. and you were and you caught it every time well no i mean because there's nothing worse than you know the the passive aggressive irish yeah <laughs> like you know yeah and there's tons of passive aggression in this it's like oh your cousin bought a house and i was like what did you do right yeah <laughs> and you're starting a podcast i hear yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay uh but yeah so for me it was cool because i got to see these real problems that affect couples right um you know that that i've had to deal with in my relationships on the screen right now granted it's i've never experienced something to the in that level of wealth and status of crazy rich Asians, but the culture is what's relatable. On Moderately successful hand, Long Islanders. Yeah, right. <laughs> On the other hand, uh, like I said, Nick uh, Young is a paper thin character. Yeah. You know, like she, I remember one thing that that makes it clear is she's going through the spa day, right? Mm-hmm. And she's has her mind filled with uh, the the Nick's ex's like poison, uh, pretty right. much like planning seeds yeah, the, in her the mind. Evil ex, yeah. yeah, the evil ex. Again, another cliche. Who is on the payroll of the mom? So I like, guess right off the bat, you should know. Like, you should not know. your friend, right? And you know, it, it. She has to be. She's like derailed by this, and she has to be like come to uh, grow as a person and realize like no, like I'm not like I belong here and kind of stick it to them. And and she and she kind of gets to come up with this later on. Whereas Nick has the same conversation as you're gonna have to you know choose between this and that and right. all these reasons and. You could have never had that conversation, and his plotline would have been exactly the same. Right. You know what I mean? So I, he gains nothing. Well, he like he had that like with uh, his best friend, where he's like, you know, like, you know, I'm rich, my wife's super rich, you know, your your cousin's super super rich, and even like that, like, and he's like, yeah, and I'll make it work. Exactly. And it's over. We'll cross that bridge when we get to yeah, it. You know what? We'll Google it. We'll yeah, exactly. And then, but they they but they mirrored it. They had the mirroring shots with her and his ex, where she's telling her it's like you know they don't they won't accept you they do all this shit like you do all that it's like and i think he said like 
It's like, you're Nick Young, you're bulletproof, but what's it with her? It's, right. And then she starts kind of spiraling. And the only reason why it works is because you do see how shallow, like how thin Nick is in that, yeah. that, that scene where it's like, hands on his hips. He's like, I, I got it. We'll, we'll be good. And it, she's like, right. but she's feeling it. She's feeling it for both of them. Right, exactly. She has both the feelings, even right. though he's like, yeah, we're good. Right. It actually yeah. affects her character and she, her character changes because of it. Yeah. So that, if that happened on both ends, it may, maybe it would have shown Nick as a better character. The other thing is that, again, Google exists. exists. So this, this whole, pre- like, almost, like three out of four major plot points in this movie could have just been avoided with Google. Right. Did or she, an honest conversation. Did she only tell her friend, oh, I'm dating this guy, Nick? Right. Like, you know, my Never Nick. gave Nick a, yeah. a last name. It's like, Nick um, who? I don't know. Well, I mean, did you know Jen's last name? After a while, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, yeah, there you go. She should know. Yeah. Would you go Facebook official with people? That's true. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is man, you tell me this man doesn't have any social media? Right. He's Nick Young. He has to. He's out there. People right. would have, like, you will look up a hashtag, you'll find people. Right. Yeah. So, at the same time, these 1% families do exist in these other parts of the world, and I don't know any of them. No, yeah. So, maybe maybe it's not that simple as a Google search. I mean, but, but there I are think, several but things. somebody who's like a CEO of a yeah company like oh what's your name young oh are you with these guys right or like when you rocked up to the airport you're like oh no we got you first class and you're like oh no we're, we're gonna take coach yeah mm. like i may not know who like i may not know the family that owns sony right but if i was dating the daughter who's the heiress of the company betty I probably sony. <laughs> right i probably would have found out right that betty sony shira right is like the, <laughs> the heir to sony so it's things like that like your where, dad's bill nintendo right <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> like come on man why didn't you tell me right, so that's why it's a seven because right. it falls into a lot of the common it's, pitfalls it's kind of, of rom-coms same, it's kind of the same as what are a lot of our uh, takeaways i know a nitpick from v for vendetta was like you had this ultra conservative up-to-date government and you could just rent a fucking apartment no problem yes things like that where <laughs> this movie has a, has a few of those because again it's a common trapping of the genre right it's a suspension of disbelief of like okay they got to get through it right yeah. and so what but if you can i think that's worth the trade-off yeah to give us uh what i think is a, a solid movie what yeah, about so you i i do agree i think this is a seven i i mean i i loved it like two and a point like and there were the, like the, the points where it's like okay this is a bit ridiculous yeah how much food are you going to show me yeah right oh like, that okay yeah, yeah like, i get it i yeah. don't eat the same shit i yeah. get it <laughs> I, the closest thing I've had to this whole movie is those nuggets. On those, that's it. I feel like I've had most of that food, honestly. So it's like, it's it, but yeah. For me, it was just kind of like, yeah, dumplings. I know. <laughs> I yeah. don't, I've only had the store dumplings. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, I, I mean, I like I said, like it, it reminded me of a music. Like there was a musical cut out of it, mm-hmm. and like because there was a lot. Would of you it. have enjoyed it more? You think? I think I would have given it a ten if it was a musical, mm. because like they would have got rid of those painful exposition scenes. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you know, we gotta go here to like just do it in a song. Well, if this movie it. had musical numbers in addition to this, it would have been a Bollywood movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I think, like, I and, think this movie is, it's a lot of fun. It, and you know it is a nice like it's a nice slice to not always see Sandra Bullock in all the same trappings in the same way but also like 
Like, what is it? Like, it doesn't really, like, those, Amer- the American rom-coms don't have anything else mm-hmm. to back it up. It's like, you could say, like, okay, well, they're, they're doing this, but, like, well, why? Like, right. they don't have centuries of, you know, people not being good enough. Like, like why is this ex evil? Right. Why is this mom not approving? Right. Like, if it's always the same thing of, like, oh, the mom just does not like <laughs> everybody or this and that. And then it's always, like, then it's mixed with, like, oh, my, a rapping granny or some shit like that. It's like that that's the american version but like the fact that you still find out that like the grandma still doesn't think the mom's good enough right it's been fucking years it's been decades it's like yeah. the, the ice caps are melting faster than her love right <laughs> right like, but like yeah but then you still find that it's like wow like it's like because maybe because it is a different culture that i'm not used to or not even close to being in yeah. you know it's something i don't know it's so like no same yeah. so like far to pardon the phrase so far into me that like it just made me more invested in it made me like kind of root a little harder for uh rachel and, and nick yeah because there that, were a few times where you were that like, loose leaf paper that he is. yeah seriously because there were a few times you were just like oh like are you serious like you're, you're still like upset about this are you kidding me right and you know you're and because and somebody else who's more familiar with the culture would be like yeah it's terrible but we're just used to it because we've seen it so often. Right. But that doesn't make it less terrible. So you can get you can have like a, a bigger response to it because for you, you it's very clear that right. this is that this is like not right. And also like I feel like it because like the family dynamic is so weird. Like these like large like wedding things. Like I know it's and it, it is like a part of the culture. Like this large wedding where it's a status symbol. Like you have to do this and then like like bro just. Fucking do whatever. No, not <laughs> that, at all. But that's coming from my right, like, my right. own like shit, and like to see it like because like a lot of it like like you could see like the I bet you the Ronnie Chang wedding was like just as big, yeah. But they're not as happy. Right. The Gemma Chan like she thought she'd be happy, but it turns out that you know she's she's living with Mister Tiny Dick, right? And you know it, it's just something that he's like even at the wedding if you think about it he probably felt so terrible that's like i brought nothing to this right right and then the, the wedding that we get to see is like i mean they flooded the floor which i which is like every time i see water hit the floor i'm like oh that's bad like <laughs> from work i'm like oh my god like, but it's so like cr- like the the cer- the ceremony was so like wild and like not still like never seen that shit before yeah but that's bet, what they were going for but i bet you it's like oh do you want like the frog package or do you want like <laughs> it's like we got you like but i i, I actually like, i super enjoyed it i'm glad we i'm glad we watched this cool because i mean I, i've seen super bad before yeah same and i don't think i've been as like as much as i liked it you know back in whenever it came out 2004 or 5 mm-hmm. i would not have liked it now because i'm an adult now I, that's what I, I was i'll relate thinking. more to those adults in that party yeah. like these fucking kids man right i would i think so too yeah so um so i i'm glad we did this movie as yeah. well uh, right. Do you want to know what the box office was? Yeah, I'm sure right, it was so good. All right, so it was made for $30 million. Mm. Cumulative worldwide, $238 million. Look at that. So that's there's a sequel coming, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they lose. He, he leaves the family, loses his fortune. Crazy poor Asians. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So she's still... A, Actually, she's doing fine. Yeah, she's she's doing not just poor fine. anymore, yeah. Crazy comfortable Asians. Yeah, crazy middle class Asians. I think that that would be kind of cool where they have to come to New York and then like, you know, okay, well, don't, you know, don't sit on the subway. You're only going to take three stops. Like, just yeah. want to stand close to the door. <laughs> you don't have a butler to do this for you. Right. Um, 
But yeah, so uh, I had to respond to, "Hey, I'm walking here." Yeah, right. <laughs> she like shows him how to like uh, how to like roll like the perfect like slice of pizza. Right. You know? Like you want to fold it in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to put your middle finger in the middle, and you want. Like... <laughs> well, that's the thing is that she's still Chinese. You know, she's just not like any better. But she, um... this is how you hail a cab. Hey, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but otherwise, I think that's the shoot. That is the shoot. I think so. Yeah, fifty. Five minutes? Yeah, nice. That's it, yeah. The classic movie mayhem uh, finishing time. Yep. It's on HBO Max, everybody. If you want to check it out, it's HBO Max right now. Yep. Uh, I highly recommend. Highly recommend. Yeah, I think I think it's... If, you, if you're into rom-coms or you want to watch a rom-com that won't make you throw up so obnoxiously... <laughs> you want to see some a... really cool shots of some, like, street food? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's a very palatable uh, rom-com. And it has a strong foundation. Yeah. Uh, that a lot of it gives it a heart that a lot of rom coms don't have, um, but it's still a rom com, so still. beware. All right, so guys, <laughs> as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod, on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast, Movie Mayhem Podcast at Gmail dot com, and if you want to buy a shirt or thing or whatever, you go to tpublic dot com backslash Movie Mayhem Dotcast with a D, Dotcast with a D, and also you could uh, check us out. I'd send the invite, which will probably be out on a Thursday. Yep, and also you could check out the Instagram at at send the invite at instagram or whatever yeah i think we had a good episode on send the invite this this week so yeah yeah we got some topics we got some and if you want to send us a topic send us some topics yes also what song do you want to go with oh the cover of You hold-